This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Coming up on 5-Minute News... U.S. homeless numbers stagnant as L.A. declares emergency. Putin visits Belarus as Ukraine war shows no sign of abating. And Arctic air freezing much of U.S. in run-up to Christmas. It's Monday, December 19. I'm Anthony Davis. President Joe Biden's administration announced on Monday it is ramping up efforts to help house people now sleeping on sidewalks and in tents and cars, as a new federal report confirms what's obvious to people in many cities. Homelessness is persisting despite increased local efforts. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development said that in federally required tallies taken across the country earlier this year, about 582,000 people were counted as homeless, a number that misses some people and does not include those staying with friends or family because they do not have a place of their own. The figure was nearly the same as it was in a survey conducted in early 2020, just before the coronavirus pandemic hit the nation hard. It was up by about 2,000 people, an increase of less than 1%. The 2022 All-In Strategy Roadmap made public today follows a 2010 effort called Opening Doors, which was the nation's first comprehensive strategy to seeking to prevent and end homelessness. Homelessness among veterans has plummeted as a result of federal leadership, and the country has also made inroads among youth. The federal plan highlights racial and other disparities that have led to inequality in homelessness. It seeks to expand the supply of affordable housing and improve on ways to prevent people from becoming homeless in the first place. The new survey finds that Los Angeles has overtaken New York as the city with the largest homeless population. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass, who took office this month, promptly declared a state of emergency. New York Mayor Eric Adams last month announced a plan to treat mentally ill people and remove them from the streets and subways, even against their will. Russian President Vladimir Putin made a rare trip today to Moscow's ally Belarus as his forces pursued their campaign to torment Ukraine from the air amid a broad battlefield stalemate almost 10 months into the war. Putin's visit came hours after Russia's latest drone attack on Ukraine. Moscow has been targeting Ukraine's power grid since October as part of a strategy to leave the country without heat and light during the bitterly cold winter. The Russian leader's brief trip to Minsk could herald more military support for the Kremlin's war effort, after Belarus provided the Kremlin's troops with a launching pad for the invasion of Ukraine last February. Belarus is believed to have Soviet-era weapons stockpiles that could be useful for Moscow. Lukashenko, meanwhile, needs help with his country's ailing economy. It was a rare trip to Minsk by Putin, who usually receives Lukashenko at the Kremlin. 
Moscow has kept up its war effort despite Western sanctions and the supply of Western air defense systems to Ukrainian forces. In Ukraine, multiple explosive drones attacked the capital before dawn. The attack came three days after what Ukrainian officials described as one of Russia's biggest assaults on Kiev since the war was started. Today is St. Nicholas Day, an occasion that marks the start of the Christmas holidays in Ukraine and is when children typically receive their first gifts hidden under their pillows. Forecasters are warning of treacherous holiday travel and life-threatening cold for much of the nation as an Arctic air mass blows into the already frigid southern United States. The polar air arrives as an earlier storm system gradually winds down in the northeastern U.S. after burying parts of the region under two feet of snow. More than 80,000 customers in New England were still without power on Sunday, according to Power Outage US, which tracks outages across the country. The incoming Arctic front brings extreme and prolonged freezing conditions for southern Mississippi and southeast Louisiana, the National Weather Service said in a statement yesterday. By Thursday night, temperatures will plunge as low as 13 degrees in Jackson, Mississippi, and around 5 degrees in Nashville, Tennessee, the National Weather Service predicts. For much of the US, the winter weather will get worse before it gets better. The coming week has the potential for the coldest air of the season, as the strong Arctic front marches across the eastern two-thirds of the country in the days before Christmas, according to the latest forecasts. The Federal Weather Prediction Center in College Park, Maryland, warned of a massive expanse of frigid temperatures from the northern Rockies and northern plains to the Midwest through the middle of the week, and then reaching the Gulf Coast and much of the eastern U.S. by Friday and into the weekend. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.